0: Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me, as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. Yes, Jason, the Linda Linda parlay. And I don't know, Andy, if you followed the NBA bets very closely, but we kind of had an instant karma moment last night. Celtics have 58 points in the first half with 2 minutes 11 seconds left. I assume that was done 62 how do they not score four points in two minutes they didn't just one more basket they got to 60 and the Atlanta Hawks somehow come out of nowhere drop a 30 something point fourth quarter to cash our over 120 so all within 30 minutes betting is great.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have a lot of that today I went and looked uh, and I'll get to a couple of them that I wanted to talk about today but yeah I have uh, obviously I, I, mean, I place futures in every conference. Even the one I didn't want to today. Uh, so we're at that point in the week where all the big ones are going, and a lot of the ones that wait are going now. So I have thirteen conference future uh, games, I guess. Thirteen teams playing today in which I have a future on them, which is a. Uh, it seems like a lot. Maybe it's because I didn't usually used to bet the big six conferences, but. Yeah, and if they were all to, if they were all to win, you know, every one of them could lose. It would be very uh, wild because some of them are fair-sized favorites as the early rounds will sometimes have. But all thirteen could lose, and then I'll only have one game to watch tomorrow. And no, actually, a couple because A and M, Houston, Grambling, like there's some teams alive. But I could have up to fourteen teams to watch tomorrow if everybody were to move on. So exciting couple of days you don't even need to bet you just uh put all these futures in have some teams It was like my joke i made the big 10 one uh my team was the 14th seed my my gophers but you can always find yourself a second team to cheer for if your team sucks by betting on one like uh who's your favorite team the one i bet so i'm excited for this to happen it looks like 1 p.m st louis george mason is my first game and then Oh, God. USC, Arizona State starts at 11.30 Eastern. I guess we'll find out who won that one in the morning. That certainly isn't happening. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's going to finish in the morning. Yeah. Speaking of the West Coast, we will head out to the West Coast to start some more tennis. Yeah, there's uh, no no real opportunity to parlay people with the same first names. Um, Sostea, is there any other
0: no, it's... it's. I mean, both Lindas did get through, and I don't know if we're going to run back the Linda parlay. That'll be uh, tomorrow. Today, though, I don't think... There's just you know, not a
1: lot of Seranas. Like, she might be the only one.
0: There's hardly <clears throat> any, any Lucias. No, Only one. Dalma. Um, Tatana, there's only one of those. We have yeah. multiple Loras today, maybe? It's
1: wild that we no. have so many Lindas, but...
0: Now, we do have the world's most disappointing um, match of former Grand Slam champions. Sophia Cannon, uh Sloane Stevens, baby. Woo-woo. Yeah, I'm I'm,
1: uh, Yeah, I'm, yeah we'll, we'll we'll see how that one goes. You're right. That is like kind of a downer. Like just watching a couple of former uh, – like I had to double-check to make yeah. sure
0: Sloane won a Grand Slam before <laughs> I sent that message last night. I was like – just I was like, she won the U.S. Open, right? But I had that to –
1: I didn't, I didn't dream that. So, all right. What do we, uh, what do we, when are these matches first off? This is all afternoon stuff. I get some time.
0: Yep. This is all today. This is all this <clears> afternoon. <throat> afternoon. The earliest one, um, Yasleen Bonaventure, our first pick there will be at two o'clock here. Stare around three thirty, and Zanet. No, what was the last one? Uh, potty size Diaz right around five o'clock. So a nice mattering, you know, it should be, you could actually, probably watch all three of these matches if you want. I tell you what we'll try to do sit that up on the iPad while I got all the college basketball. Or, it's a tough part, Andy. I need to maybe get on a third screen because I only have two and I can't decide between golf or college basketball. Yeah. Anyway, Bonaventure will take her. She's up first this afternoon. Um, we put Vivara Graceva in a parlay, cover, got that done for us. We go right back to the, to the mat against her here. Um Again, I don't know why Grachev is a favorite in this match. She's minus 125. I have Bonaventure, like, minus 120 in this spot. So um, if Bonaventure was minus 105, I would play this. Um, Plus anything looks really great. I was able to scoop a plus 105. Um, You know, again... Kucheva's playing some decent tennis, uh, liked her. She did come through qualifying here, but you know, everybody's had a chance to settle in now at this point. We're kind of into the second round already, and um, Bonaventure looks like a much better player to me. I know head-to-head is always kind of tough in tennis, but we've got three head-to-head matches last year. Bonaventure won all three comfortably in pretty similar circumstances in terms of court speed here. So everything points to me to have Bonaventure as a favorite. Happy to grab this at um, plus 105. So, um, like that quite a bit. Oh, you're right, Jason. We could do an Emma Emma, but I don't, don't do that. That's a bad idea. Yeah, don't
1: it's, put on
0: Emma tomorrow. Emma Raducanu right, might lose outright as a favorite, but thank you. Uh, I was scrolling too quickly on that one. Serona Kirstea, as Andy mentioned, um, goes up against uh, Kimmy Kimberly Burrell. She used to be Kimmy Burrell. I guess she wanted her full name in there now, but uh, Kimberly Burrell, uh, looking at her at plus 100. We've got Kirstea at minus 120. I have Kirstea, a pretty solid favorite in this match, minus 150, almost minus 155. Um, was my number kind of when I started again? treat things down a little bit out of respect for the market at some of these sharper books, but still ended up at kind of one forty 140, minus one forty-five. So anything minus one twenty-five or better looks really good. Uh, Kirstea is a tough player; uh, very rarely stays healthy, but when she does, uh, generally kind of obliterates players at this level. So I like her quite a bit here against Burrell, and then Noria says Diaz going to take her as an underdog here, plus one thirty-three. Don't play the spread. Goes up against Cochi Cozieretta and. Uh, Coach Ureta generally uh, plays much better in North America for whatever reason. It's kind of interesting to me that um, if you start to look at some of these players, they're just certain time zones and conditions that they seem to like. She generally crushes Coach Ureta, Um, you know, the, the Mexico part of the season, those couple tournaments down there. And we saw that again this year, made deep runs in both of those events has done well here before and likes a little bit of a slower court, but I have no reason to understand or um, really make her a minus 225 favorite here in this spot. You know, I had this closer to kind of 150 each way, so plus 180 better on NPD, who's been really solid for us, looks great, and again, not going to play the spread here. If she loses, it's probably pretty comfortable, and it's only about three and a half anyway, so let's just take the money line there. A big dog, a small dog, and a small favorite.
1: One dog's looking one way, one dog's looking the other way. This guy's
0: it. sitting here asking, what do you want? What
1: do you want? What do you want from today? We know this guy. Um, conference tournament time is all up in our grill right now. And I have a couple that started yesterday, but like kind of started. There's so many of these that just say like the hell with it, put everybody in. And I get it for these big conferences where like even your shittiest team has a really big fan base because it's a major college in a major metropolitan area. Like I mentioned the Gophers. The Gophers are very bad, but Minneapolis-St. Paul is a pretty sizable metro area, and there's a big enough following. It's like, well, we're not going to just not have a game. Like, let them play Nebraska, and somebody will watch it. We'll fill in some time on the Big Ten Network. I I do like the conferences to just say, like, all right, top eight only. Like, some of you guys suck. Let's just get this over with, get our best team into their 14th seed and go on with it. But a lot of these bigger ones, they do have some play-in pigtails, I call them. Don't really change the odds a whole lot, especially when, you know, it just does chalk out as it mostly does. But in Conference USA, we did not have all chalk. And my uh, outright that I placed, it was uh, about three to one. You can find some 260s, maybe a 275 if you dig around. But the North Texas mean green from uh, the Fightin' in Denton, sit, the Fightin' city of Denton. I did I did up, bet a lot. Green. I did bet heavy on Texas teams for some reason. Yeah, they mean green. You're a Texas but, guy. Yeah, big Texas guy. Check me out. Never been there in my entire life, honestly. But uh, this was one where I, I went against the favorite. Florida Atlantic was good. Uh, the Blazers are good, too, of UAB. I think it, Florida Atlantic was, like, yeah, 18-2 in the season. They got the one seed. It was really hard for me to decide between Middle Tennessee and Charlotte, which is your 4-5 matchup to play Florida Atlantic. They were both 10-15 to 1. I couldn't pick one, so I said I'm just I'll go to the bottom of the bracket. I really started to fall in love with uh, UNT. They're they're the 2 seed. They'll play the 3 seed in the semis if everything works out. They uh they swept them. They swept the University of Alabama Birmingham. It was close, but they did beat them. Uh they have a bigger price still at this point and they were gifted the fact that they won't even play the seven seed. They were the recipient of the winner of the seven ten, And we had a little bit of an upset, uh, the only one so far. So they will play Louisiana Tech, which is nice. They're like a minus 450 favorite in the first game because, you know, it, it does presuppose that they would have to play UAB and Florida Atlantic yet. So I still like this at this price. You just need them to win a couple games. The first is a big favorite. And, yeah, I did, uh, I did go A&M. Texas, North Texas, AM m Corpus Christi, and Houston. That is a lot of Texas. Let's go right back to it then. Big 12 up outright. Dan warned me against this. I did get a little bigger price on this again when I bet it. But it's another one, too, where we had, like, Texas Tech in West Virginia, and then the Oklahoma schools played yesterday. And that was, you know, that was it. Now we're down to a an uh, eight-man bracket. And it was weird, too, looking – You know, going through all the brackets and looking at the bigger conferences and these absolutely Byzantine looking brackets. And then you get to the Big Twelve and you think, oh, Big Twelve's a big that's a big school, big conference. They only have 10 teams. Like it got kind of small. It's kind of a sad little bracket. You only had the two play-in games. So you will uh, you will have all the quarterfinals played today. The first one does start in about 45 minutes. Baylor, Iowa state goes off early. The rest of them will be spread throughout the day. Um, It did. Yeah. Oklahoma state won their game, their play in game. They really needed that. They're a bubble team. They're like the, the eighth big 12 team that could get in. I think maybe with a decent showing against Texas, obviously a win against Texas probably gets them in, but a decent showing today gets them in, but hopefully they have a horrible showing because i did bet texas i got them at about three to one you can get prices uh, better than that I, honestly i usually just put the price in the article from FanDuel or whatever and if i find something better offshore i'm not gonna sit and rub it in people's faces like hey Why i got, not i got 318 at uh chris chris has had some weird numbers but
0: well that's not good then
1: yeah also I, I did forget to mention too I don't
0: like betting um, stuff but chris has the best price
1: i did forget to mention this uh with uh, a big part of the mean green bet was the the golf thing sleeping in your own bed right like i i, I went to google maps because i'm like i'm pretty sure denton's not far from where they're playing the tournament and it's essentially a home tournament for north texas it's half hour stadium's a half hour across the dallas you know metro area for them so kind of a home tournament not a home tournament for texas but are there any right? conferences
0: without tournaments still
1: no, every there's 32 tournaments. One Everybody's year during, one, one year during COVID, uh, when they still did play, the Ivy League just said the hell with it. We only do a four team tournament anyway. I'll go over that tomorrow. That's a fun one. They they just said whatever. We're not doing that. Yale's the champion. Like we're not we're not going to waste our time with two games when we have studying and inventing to do. So, Hookem Texas. Yeah, Kansas has. Kansas has, uh, it's local-ish, it's in Kansas City, but, and I don't like to, you know, I'm not saying this with joy because I have a, a different team, but uh, they call it the Bill Self Invitational because Kansas does so well
0: they it in the conference tournament.
1: Bill Self is in the hospital today. He might have had a heart attack, so Ooh. your top seed is going to be playing, you know, without their head coach, they're still very good, so hopefully he's okay, but... You know, maybe out of out of respect. Hopefully, they just bow out of the tournament, and Texas takes us all. It'd be yeah, nice
0: for us. would. would wouldn't feel
1: feel better, Bill Self. You're one of the greats. So Get
0: back to your old self.
1: Kind of a kind of a a little damper on the tournament, but I do like the Longhorns here. Hook them. And, and they, how can we fade Bill Self coach. in the
0: tournament? Speaking how can we fade folks, Bill Self yeah. in the tournament if he's not there?
1: Yeah. Speaking of, yeah. Speaking of coaching, they have a, a newish coaches. Anyone followed that whole ordeal. Texas was had to let go of a coach and elevate one from inside. So this will be, this is a big step for this guy. If he wants to maybe keep the job, if you were to win the tournament, I don't know how you can't. So Dan brought that up yesterday. Maybe the players like him so much. They're playing for him. Want to get, want to get him that full-time job. Yeah. I don't know. Narratives are always fun guys. So. Speaking of narrative, Nation, Sons are done. The Chris Paul curse lives. KD probably retires. The West is wide open again.
0: It's correct. Just it feels crazy. so bad because it didn't even happen in a game. I know. Before the game, I don't, I've watched it a couple times. I'm not even sure how it happens because it looks like his foot go down, goes down all right at first, but then all of a sudden just whoop, it just gives out to the side like that, and that is – that's not good (laughs) Um, for anybody that's played basketball that knows. Hopefully that's just a low grade sprain or uh, honestly, it's even better if you maybe broke a little bone instead of having kind of that high ankle spray that we've heard about before, where your ankles just purple and blue for a a month and a half to two months. I mean, uh, it's, it's just a shame. I mean, it's good that it's not his Achilles or his calf or anything like that. Again, you know, that's really nice, but uh, they're really are going to need him back because not only is he great. I mean, they're the bench behind them. They traded away pretty much all their depth to get him. So uh, hopefully he's better. Hopefully he gets back soon. Again, uh, maybe just the Nuggets. Maybe the Nuggets will just win the West. Andy, maybe you you were right all along. It's just going to be Sixers Nuggets, and we've all just been wasting all this time.
1: Yeah, maybe this is just the get well soon episode. <clears throat> we don't often have themes, but maybe this is the get get well soon Bill Self and. Kevin Durant and uh, Mitch McConnell, who fell down today. Apparently, I watched a little bit. Worried morning. about the third guy. No big deal, so Yeah, he says. Well, I mean, I, I don't want anybody to be like seriously injured, but yeah, I, I can go with that too. So, all right, let's uh, digress a little and bet on the NBA. As we Can't had, uh, yeah, split the weird split yesterday, but felt like uh, the wrong one lost and the right one, or the wrong, the wrong one lost and the wrong one won in the long run. But whatever. Okay, sra We move on. It's a long season, guys. And goddammit, it, why didn't I bet the Bulls money line after I cursed that game? Uh, you won by like fifteen.
0: I know. I-, I was gonna bet the Bulls all day yesterday, but it just money kept coming in on Denver. And it's like oh, I should do this. I should do this. I didn't do it. I'm a coward. But let's jump in again. TNT Thursday tonight. Um, six games. Just one that I have a bet on here. The rest of the slate really tough. Um, the Houston Rockets get nine and a half points in Indiana, lean towards Houston, but uh, you're foolish at this point to lay, uh, take any amount of points with Houston, especially on the road. They've just been brutal towards the end of the season. Uh, lean towards the Orlando Magic against uh, the Utah Jazz here. thought about playing an under, but Winniporter Jr. Jr.'s out, and it's a really important piece. If you go and look at um, Orlando's overall efficiency, what they do defensively and offensively, um, this number makes a lot more sense when you kind of make the proper adjustment for um, WCJ there. Um Golden State Warriors visit the Memphis Grizzlies. You don't want to bet on the Grizzlies at all at this point. You don't want to bet on the Warriors and the road. So um just stay away from that one. Go do something else. Um the Milwaukee Bucks are twelve point favorites against the Brooklyn Nets. And I would love to take the twelve with the Nets, but a lot of their players, either resting or out already with injuries, should be a comfortable win. Milwaukee's generally good in a blowout spot, so uh, don't mind Milwaukee minus 12, but did not make my card. And then the Sacramento Kings, short favorites here to light the beam. Got to figure out whether or not Jalen Brunson is playing. If he's out, Sacramento should run roughshod over this next team um if he's in things will be a little different and again it's not just one player makes that big of a difference but Brunson really does drive a lot of the Knicks offense gets a lot of other people open and again the players that come in behind him as good as quickly as that next guy behind quickly is not somebody you want playing big minutes against Sacramento so put all those aside the one game I did like and bet already here numbers a little bit on the move in our favor the Charlotte Hornets play the Detroit Pistons no lamella ball for the Hornets Nobody for the Detroit Pistons other than Marvin Bagley and James Wiseman and the very young Jade Nivey, who's going to get a lot of reps here um, towards the end of the season. Just not a lot of good ones. So um, this game should just be a slog. This could be one of the worst basketball games played of the entire year. Don't watch this. Don't put it on. Go do something else. Just bet your money. Go check on it in a few hours because I have this total closer to the 220s. I think the pace is going to be very slow. Detroit at home is love to play slow. The Hornets have no one to push the ball here, let alone score baskets. I mean, Gordon Hayward kind of reached back in time and had a good game in his last spot, but not expecting a lot out of a guy who's just as washed at this point. So um, should be a slow game, should be a bad game. So let's go under here 225. Honestly, anything 224 or higher looks good to me. So I'm still at to 224 and a half now. You still should have some time to scoop up a 224. It'll be a mess, so let's bet it not watch it. What's better than that?
1: Yeah, I can barely watch some good games sometimes like i'm not watching you. hornets pistons that's just not happening
0: don't do that to yourself
1: i'm gonna be oh god what am i gonna do now? what is it thursday feels just weird once you get out of the football season and you lose the cadence of like watching football on thursday nights you start to lose spend time with my family i guess Ugh. i you know what you, you remember those hot wheel tracks and they Man. had the car launcher things Apparently we have a bunch of that. My kid found that the other day. I uh, so kind of might fuck with some tracks tonight. There's some space. Uh, might puts uh might put something together in the living room. So, uh, but also of
0: pictures and videos. Uh,
1: I will I will watch basketball too. Like I mentioned, I have 13 teams in action today. I'm gonna make it uh, 14, probably 15 with your uh, basketball. Your your NBA bet too, but I will bet some Europa. I didn't bet champions league so i can't give away champions league money in europa like i was do i'm trying it a different way i'm gonna win That's in europe and then do champions league after the fact so i
0: knew yesterday was an under uh, day god damn it
1: i know we said it on the we said in the pod and it was nil, nil at halftime in
0: both. we're great soccer bettors
1: <laughs> one of the coaches might be fired at the managers might be fired at this point they played so poorly yeah spurs looked real bad um down a level, though, in Europa. Just one look. One of my favorite teams, Shakhtar Dansk. Donetsk. Playing Fair Nord. Fire Nord. Fire Today, one of the highest scoring teams in both of their domestic leagues. In fact, Shakhtar is the highest scoring team in the Ukrainian Premier League. They're one of the, both are near the top. I think Fire Feyenoord is number one in their domestic league. Uh, but just, I mean, and just recent form, recent scoring. And I, I took out some of these matches against just real garbage teams. Like the last two road matches were against some pretty low competition in the Ukraine. And they scored seven. They won 7 nothing Shakhtar did the other day, and they won 4-1. These are road matches. Like, they beat the tar out of some bad teams. But even looking at, uh, you know, looking at some of the other matches that we saw recently, them playing, and I'll have to check if it was – one of these was an extra time against Rennes, so I kind of want to take that out, which I, I probably should. But if you just look at the last, like, you know, the last five home matches – They scored 14 goals in those that's 2.75, 2.8 goals per game on their own and fire Newark should get on there too. They've scored 54 in domestic play. They have a good offense. This is what we do with these uh, soccer leagues. I don't have deep, deep uh, analysis. It's like, Hey, Here's some teams that are I mean, scoring soccer, a lot of easy. yeah these are teams that are scoring a lot of goals at the first leg we're gonna uh, kick that wanna, ball a
0: lot at that goal thing and it's wanna, gonna go in sometimes
1: maybe maybe an over two and a half plus both teams to score I don't know I kind of want to bet that now all of a sudden so I'm gonna have to go back and look at that but just one three p.m eastern today that's it that's all I got for the evening I like it again I'm gonna I am gonna look for that over two and a half plus the both teams to score. I just don't see this being a, a blow. Got to
0: remember to trust ourselves with Champions League stuff, man. Those oh, those are easy unders. Ugh.
1: Both teams to score is minus one forty. Oh, I'm not going to get a great price in this, am I? No. Yes, it's like one fifteen. Well, adding to my position. I too. Just, a, go just, a, just a sprinkle. So, all right. Well, that's it for the day. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for betting along with us. Thanks for pointing out how much I love the Lone Star State, where the sha the stars shine bright both day and night. Um, and we'll yeah we'll catch you on here tomorrow. I'll see some of you doing some uh, mock draft. What do I want to call it? NFL draft content with Vegas refund. We have a guest this afternoon, Ben Solak. Thanks, That'll so be a lot of fun. We're gonna go over a lot. There's been tons and tons of news, not just uh, draft stuff, free agency trades. Schefter saying, Oh, the Jets are going to trade. The Jets have made a trade with all the Aaron Rodgers smoke. And then it turns out to be for a defensive back. So, see you guys in the future.